I am Shannon Wilkinson, and I am a life coach in Portland, Oregon, and I'm a recovering perfectionist striving to uh, get to good enough. And I'm Janine Adams. I'm a certified professional organizer in St. Louis, and I am lucky enough to be naturally good at good enough. And we are here with Getting to Good Enough, a podcast about letting go of perfectionism so that you can do more of what you love in your life. Let's talk a little bit about why we're doing Getting to Good Enough. Besides the fact that having a podcast with you sounds like a lot of fun. (laughs) I know. It it wasn't just an excuse for us to get together and talk once a week, even (laughs) though that will be, you know, one of my favorite parts of it. That's right. But yeah, I think we both in our very, in both of our, uh, client bases are dealing with folks for whom perfectionism can be a real problem. That's right. I, I know you come across it all the time and, and I do too. And, and I find that people, um, are just not doing the things they want to be doing because they're want to make sure that they get it right. And that, that fear of getting it wrong keeps them from doing anything. That's right. Getting it right can be overrated. If it, means you don't, if it means you don't do anything at all. Right. Absolutely. And uh, like, I, like I mentioned, I am a recovering perfectionist. And I, and I say it that way because I feel like I, I mean, I'm sort of hoping that at some point I get over it and it never, and I never even have the thought about like wanting to get it right or, or feeling the need to get it perfect. But at this point, I still... Um, often have that thought, but it it rarely ever stops me from doing what I want to do. Well, that's huge progress, isn't it? Because uh, I don't know if you used to be stopped all the time from doing what you want to do. I'm thinking the answer is yes. Yes, Yes. definitely. Yeah, so getting started and getting going and actually finishing with at good enough is just so much better than waiting until perfect might, might come along. It's so true. It's so true. And, the, and, and, you know, I've really noticed it a lot um, in, I don't know, probably the last year or so that being able to embrace that and, and being not just like making myself do good enough and letting it go and then feeling bad about it, but also, but really embracing it and just like good enough is good enough and and to let it go and that you know that's sort of that that's sort of the next step is to it um allow yourself to be comfortable with good enough right right and i'd love to talk for a second about how perfectionism gets in the way of people living the lives they want to lead because when you on the surface doing things really really well seems like a really really good idea but uh in fact it it striving to do things really really well sometimes isn't a great idea right it it like we've already mentioned it can keep you from even 
trying from getting started on something. If and is you that don't because, feel like you can do it. Oh, yeah. So that's what I was going to ask. Is it because you don't feel like you know how to do it perfectly? Well, I think it's, it's more about... Um, I mean, there's the not knowing how to do it perfectly, but but more than that, I think what happens, and I think this is happening at an unconscious level that people don't really realize this is what's going on, but that there's a deeper fear that if you get it wrong, that that will be a problem for you. Mm. That, you know, like at sort of a base level, there, you know, a little bit of survival instinct kicks in and that if you get it wrong, then you know, you're, you're somehow, I don't, punished isn't the right word, but that there will be repercussions for getting it wrong. Right. And then, and everything is on a different scale, right? So if you measure everything against that, I can see how you would never start anything, but certain things getting it wrong, the ramifications aren't that great. Like, let's say you're making a smoothie and you're out of yogurt. You might try something else. <laughs> and it may or may not work out. But the rem- you might go a little hungry. But otherwise, the consequences aren't much. <laughs> right. But you know what? So, so this possibly happened to me this morning. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. And, um, and I have to say that, like, there was a moment where I felt really disappointed that I didn't get it right and that I wasted these ingredients that I'm now going to throw away because it tastes basically like barf. And, <laughs> and but, uh, you know, so there was, um, but there was this, like, a, a momentary bad feeling of getting it wrong. Mm-hmm. And... But it, you know, it quickly was like, well, you know, whatever. Like, I can either drink it and and like suffer through the grossness, but or I can throw it out, and you know, it's not that big of a deal either way. You can um, find but, something else to eat. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully. Which I'm not sure I ever actually did, but that's another thing. You found another <laughs> beverage. I did find another <laughs> beverage, but not another breakfast replacement. Right. Um. But so, but you know, it's funny because that is seems like a really innocuous thing, but it's it's true that if, um, you know, in the in the spirit of good enough, being willing to experiment and make mistakes is part of what helps you do it to make it possible. Exactly, and if you weren't in the in the excellent example of the smoothie if you weren't <laughs> able to take weren't willing to take the risk and try those egg whites instead of yogurt <laughs> uh, you would have had still had nothing to eat right right so right. um so it, you, you know you had a chance that you're going to invent something delicious which didn't happen in this case. <laughs> <laughs> but uh but there you go i tried a new breakfast this morning it was tremendous i just i just yeah. rearranged the ingredients i'm so jealous what did you have <laughs> i just rearranged ingredients so it's not that impressive i i was going to have a piece of toast with a piece of munster cheese and thin sliced ham uh-huh and, but instead <laughs> i had an english a toasted english muffin with uh-huh. and then i put a piece of hams then slice ham on each and a piece of munster cheese over the ham and put it under the broiler oh <laughs> so it wasn't really a new invention it was a <laughs> i re- was gonna say like <laughs> that's basically the same thing 
it was a reimagining of my of my bacon of my ham and cheese breakfast. But it was different. It really was different. It made a whole, just ask Bix. It made a whole a whole new thing. And Bix is your standard poodle who gets to taste everything I eat. Yeah. Um, I don't want anybody to judge me for that. And uh, and and the la- the new dish had to be eaten with a knife and fork, which made me feel fancy. Oh, that but is. It fancy. didn't have to. It would have been mess- It would have been messy though, otherwise. Oh, because the cheese like overran the English muffin. Exactly. You. Oh, you're so good at visualizing. The <laughs> it was a piece of Munster cheese, so it was cut sandwich style, and it was uh-huh. bigger than the English muffin. So oh, okay. it enveloped it. Oh, it was delicious. Right. So it rather than yesterday where it was smaller than the toast, which was less great. Oh, yeah, and it that, wasn't melted. Yeah. Oh. It was got just it. cheese. Yeah. So, so it was it was there but but that actually that is a very good example of experimenting. So, you know, in, in, instead of worrying that, like, it wasn't going to be as good as what you had yesterday, you tried right. something new, and it worked out for you. Exactly. Yep. Um, <laughs> yep. That's just a funny, it's just a really minor example of perfectionism and good enoughism. <clears throat> but we were talk. we talk, people talk, you and I talk, about the, the, the slogan, done is better than perfect and right. that doesn't our breakfast doesn't apply to that as much but i fully um embrace that when it comes to most things like that last five percent of effort it takes to complete something perfectly almost never pays off it's so I, true i believe yeah and yeah and the end and you know imperfect is sort of a is problematic on its own because what is that and can is it actually achievable right that's a good so, point so you know are you is it requires so much extra effort because it's not actually something that you can achieve right you know and be- so then you're still settling but you're settling with like this huge amount of extra effort when you could have stopped it good enough and moved on to the next thing. Right. Absolutely. So One do you thing- have a... Oh, go ahead. No, yes. Oh, I was just going to ask if you had an example like from, from organizing or decluttering on what we're talking about. Yes. That's exactly what I was starting to say, that I had oh. an example. Um, the one that pops to my mind, and there are many, many examples, but the one that pops to my mind is when we're working with clients to help declutter their homes, help them declutter their homes. Um, we always end up with donations. Or if you're decluttering your home on your own, you end up with donations. Mm-hmm. And right. sometimes clients get really perfectionist about where those donations are going to go, who the recipients are going to be. So they mm-hmm. want their work clothes to go to Dress for Success. They want their school supplies to go to the Teacher Resource Center, etc. cetera. And um, when they do that, if, especially if they're not working with a professional organizer, it, it frequently doesn't get done because that's so much right. effort. Or they're afraid that the Dress for <clears throat> Success isn't the perfect recipient. You know, maybe mm-hmm. it ought to go to a homeless shelter. And um, what I always encourage people to do and what I do when we're taking their donations away is to just take it to the easiest place so it gets done. As long yeah. as you, you know, if you have a one-stop shopping kind of donation center like Goodwill or Salvation Army or uh, uh, Savers, we have one here called Savers, um, 
<clears throat> then the stuff gets out of the house and it gets into the hands of people who can use it. And I will, I what I say to clients is just trust that it will it will get into the hands of someone who will appreciate it. And right. that usually is enough to to let, especially if I'm taking the donations, <laughs> since yeah. I refuse to take them all over town. Uh, yeah. They'll they'll let it go. Yeah, that it that is something that is easy to let trip you up is that you want it to go to the right place to the best place and really getting it out of the house and somewhere where there is the real likelihood that someone who needs it can use it that's good enough that's most important yeah Mm -hmm. that's good enough it's good enough and and it, it achieves the goal the decluttering goal Right. And the, the other thing that people trip up on a lot is that they don't want it to go into a landfill. So um, a lot of creative types in particular. So, you know, we're very careful to recycle and so forth, but that can really slow people down because they don't get the recycling out. So Shannon, do you have any great examples from your coaching practice of the done is better than perfect uh, idea? I do. I have... A number of different examples and I'm gonna go with one that is a little bit different and and may not sound like um, the same sort of thing but uh, I'm thinking about uh, exercising and a lot of people you know when they want to start exercising say they want to go for a walk every morning and they think what they really should be doing is an hour-long walk every morning, but they don't have the time or that feels overwhelming or for whatever reason, um, it just doesn't happen because that's the perfect mm-hmm. model is walking for an hour every morning. And so what, what we'll do is start with something small like how about you just put on your walking clothes and go outside? And then that is, that's done. Mm-hmm. And, and then, you know, when people get the freedom that like that's enough, that that's good enough, then they can do more. So, um, you know, get in your walking clothes, go outside, walk around the block. If you want to, you can do more, but you don't have to. That's good enough. Um, and then oh, I like that, that, yeah, and that often will free people up to when they feel like they have the time and the energy and you know everything's in place that they can't go for that hour walk. But if they if they try to do the the perfect scenario from the beginning, it's too much and never happens. They just shut down. Like I can't right. I can't possibly go for a walk for an hour today, so I'm not going to do anything. Right. And so then it like becomes this huge um, energy waste of like, this is what I should be doing, but I don't want to, or it's too much, or I don't have time, or I have all these other things. And, and so then, the, you know, there's a lot of sort of fighting in your mind about trying to do what you should be doing, trying to talk yourself into doing what you should be doing, what the right way to do it is, when, um, you know, just figuring out what's good enough What's the smallest amount you can do that counts mm-hmm. is really powerful. Oh, I love that example. And it's because, especially because I'm sort of dealing with that right now where I'm feeling rather sloth-like and just not, I mean, do, uh, most days I'm doing the bare minimum and, 
or nothing. I guess, uh-huh. no, I'm never doing nothing because thankfully I have a dog. So at least I'm walking my dog, but not for an hour. And uh, just this month, it's May, whatever, early in May. And mm-hmm. I've started the plank challenge again. So one back in July last year, I did the 30-day plank challenge and got up to five minutes of planking. Wow. Um, yeah. But then I stopped because the 30 days were over. So now I'm starting again, and I, which I started in April and dropped off at the ninth. <laughs> so um, in any case, doing 30 seconds of planking, which is where I am right now, feels like nothing that's very um, easy to do if I remember it. And working my way up to the five minutes, which I know I can do because I've done it before, is mm-hmm. part of the plan. But right now, 30 seconds is enough. It's done. And it's, right. uh, it's great because I know I'm on my way to something else. But even if I weren't on my way to something else, it's better than nothing. Yep. Yep. It's so true. Well, and the thing is, is that you are literally exercising the muscle mm-hmm. um, to, to be able to get to the five minutes physically, but you're also exercising the muscle of creating the habit to do it every day. Right. Right, that habit, daily habits are huge. Well, I'm sure yeah. we'll talk about those in another podcast because they're they're so important. <laughs> it's so true. I, we're, I think we're going to be talking about habits a lot. Yes, yes, indeed. This wraps up our first podcast on um, "Done is Better Than Perfect." And Janine, do you have a takeaway for our listeners? Well, I think embracing your inner imperfectionist. You're embracing your inner good enough is a great way to live and I'm very lucky that I do that naturally but I encourage Mm -hmm. you next time something feels hard or more complicated than necessary to think is this good enough and perhaps stop Mm -hmm. that's great how about you Shannon so um, I think that what I would like to encourage people to do is to um, when when you it's you're finding it hard to get started to to think about you know what's what's the least I can do that still counts that's good enough so um, you can actually move forward on something you want to be doing so I think that's great so if people are doing something that starts to feel overwhelming thinking you know is this good enough or if they haven't even been able to start something to ask themselves what would be good enough mm-hmm. excellent all right so i'm shannon wilkinson in portland oregon i'm janine adams in st louis missouri and we hope that you start getting to good enough yourself I don't know what else to say. I don't know either, right? (laughs) (laughs) Bye-bye.